Welcome to the Bliss Tonic Podcast, where we get real about the ups and downs of the human experience, and we use yogic philosophy and self-study as our Bliss Tonic. I'm Michelle Anthony, yoga teacher, spiritual mentor, meditation advocate, and dancer, circus performer. Flow is flow is flow is flow. Let's dive into this week's episode. episode of the Bliss Tonic Podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and that you are taking the time to to listen and to hear these words and take them in and relate them to your own life. And I can't even tell you how much that means to me that I get to uh, connect with you all in this way. And it's just a really beautiful experience to be able to connect with you through this platform. So I'm going to be changing up the order. Typically we start with a meditation or centering or breathing practice of some kind and that will actually be at the end of the content today. So we are going to do a little third eye meditation and specifically this meditation we are going to kind of look at all of the different ways we can experience the third eye from this inside looking out from the physical eyes breathing into that space so a lot of ways to explore the space of the third eye and you know this is a great um, beginner short practice that we'll do um, that if you haven't ever worked with the third eye it's a great access point if you have this will be just a quick retapping into that space if you are looking to go a little deeper then you might be a good fit for the practice of prana dharana which literally translates to the concentration of life force energy specifically in the space of the third eye. It's in that space that we can see clearly. According to Kundalini Tantra, we are to awaken and activate the third eye first so that when we start to deal with the content and energy stored within the lower chakras, that we are able to see it clearly. And so This process of awakening to the energy and um, starting to see clearly through the space of the third eye truly is a great start to your path. The practice of pranidharana actually starts with a specific breathing technique that if you are a yogi, you may have heard of bastrika. And it is a specific form of bastrika bellowing breath that um, really uh, vibrates the upper palate of the mouth, which essentially vibrates the space of the third eye, concentrating energy there. And in that energy field, we can place our intentions, our goals. And 
I am offering a 14-day online program where we practice the pranadharana, this practice of concentrating energy in the third eye every day. And every day you get an email with maybe a little bit more information about the practice with some journaling questions to kind of keep you in alignment with the energy of what we're trying to do with this activation of the third eye as well as uh, ways to add to your meditation practice should you choose. So there's a lot of extra content that you get every day to help you really dive into this immersion experience of Pranadharana. The online program does start with an in-person launch event, and that is on December 1st at the Yoga Room from 11 to 1. So it's a two-hour event where we will talk about how to do the practice. We will kind of play around with the, the breathing technique that is different than Bastrika, but very close to Bastrika, and kind of play around with the different layers and textures of breath control. I will answer any of your questions about it. And then we're also going to create a sankalpa. A sankalpa, if you don't know, is an idea formed in the heart and a rule you follow above all else. So essentially, it's an intention, a resolution, a goal, something that you will achieve. And so I'm doing this before we even get into that space which we identify as the holiday time so that we can enter into that space supercharged with clarity and this energy of you know sticking to what it is we want to call into our lives so we're going to create a call a sankalpa which is a very carefully worded intention and then uh, you will receive your own little locket and we're going to place the written words of our sankalpa into that locket which you get to take home with you and then we're going to do a little ritual um, essentially a little puja to kind of activate our intentions for the 14-day immersion so that two-hour launch event is on December 1st, 11 to 1 at the Yoga Room. If you're interested in signing up or just getting more information about this online program, it is going to be in the show notes below. If you're unable to attend the two-hour immersion, no worries. It will all be recorded and sent to you that evening so you will not be behind at all so you will also have access to a private facebook group where you have direct access to ask any questions to me or of your fellow students as well as the space to kind of share any experiences or progress or questions that you have along the way I wanted to keep this program affordable so anybody could attend who wanted to. And so I kept the price low at $80 for this 14-day immersion, two-hour launch event, and this kind of continued support throughout the 14 days via daily emails, as well as connection and support through the Facebook group. So again, information on that is in the show notes. Let's get into this week's content, which is very uh, <laughs> pertinent to the topic of Pranidharana. And so today's episode is about preparation. <laughs> and so I've been hearing this quote 
lately a couple different times. And I was just like, what is this? Why do I keep hearing this quote? Um, and it makes sense now. So the quote is, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. So this is a quote from a Roman philosopher and it's something that initially I maybe misheard and was kind of like questioning, you know, quotes, you can agree or disagree with what they say. And then I looked up the quote and it's like, oh, very much so. <laughs> so, you know, as far as preparation, there's a lot to this beyond just, you know, I have this goal, I have this desire and I'm working towards it as if it is, um, going to happen. That's very law of attraction, right? Act as if. So I'm going to take a little different spin on this as far as, you know, take into account. So take a moment to breathe. Think about the way that you are spending your daily energy. Think about the habits you currently have in place. Think about, you know, what kind of thoughts on a daily basis are there in your mind? What kind of thoughts repeat themselves? What are the patterns? And so when I talk about preparation and that quote, you can actually think about the opposite. So luck is where preparation meets opportunity. And if you are unlucky, right? It is the preparation for what you don't want when it meets the opportunity for that to manifest. And so, you know, I like to think about this in, in so many different ways. Like when we are, um, you know, sitting and getting lost in our mind and playing out worst case scenario in our head. And this happened to me recently, well, maybe a couple months ago when I've been thinking about getting pulled over and it, it wasn't anything like bad. It was just like, you know, what happens if I get pulled over? What am I going to say to them? And what is that going to be like? And then just that anxiety. And then guess who got pulled over for the most <laughs> insane thing? So I was talking to a friend about it and how I essentially was preparing to get pulled over because I played out the scenario in my head and what I was going to say to them. And like a day later, I got pulled over for the little lights that light up your license plate, which I didn't know was a thing. Both of mine were out. <laughs> and everything, he just gave me like a verbal warning Um but it was just like, okay, I did this. <laughs> and just like learning the power of your own mind in that way. So that's a way that we essentially are preparing for worst case scenario. And was that worst case scenario? Absolutely not. But it was showing me the power of my own mind in the ways that I was preparing for it by kind of like planning what I'm going to say and, you know, what is it going to be like? And we can do that absolutely for the positive things in life. And that is really this whole broad spectrum of the law of attraction and, you know, not just thinking positive thoughts, but getting lost in the exploration of what it might feel like, what you might do, right? So what do you want to call into your life right now? And are you currently preparing for that? 
So that's something to think about is, you know, what are you currently preparing for based on the thoughts that you repeatedly think, based on the daily habits that you're cultivating? Are you preparing for what you want or what you don't want? Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, what is it that you want to call into your life? Take a moment to take a breath and, you know, what is it you want to call into your life? And maybe you don't exactly know. You just want a certain part of your life to feel better. Maybe you're preparing for the birth of a child. Maybe you're preparing for prosperity to come into your life. This positive experience. Are you the way that you're spending your time, your energy, your money, Is it in alignment with that? Or is it in alignment with the opposite based on the thoughts you're thinking? So say you wanted to call in prosperity, right? So financial abundance. What would that look like? What, how would you be preparing to call in financial abundance? Maybe it would look like cleaning out the clutter in your life, right? So showing yourself that you can allow good things into your life because you take care of them, right? And you all know how bad I am at putting away my laundry. So this is on my list, (laughs) right? Are you doing daily alignment practices, Maybe meditation or journaling that help you get in the right mindset. We know that it is so much easier to go down the rabbit hole of the negative and the spinning mind just because of the mind that we have and the way that it works than it is to visualize the the positive. And just know, you know, even if we're coming from this place of, you know, bad things have happened or worst case scenario has happened, know that the past does not equal the future. And that's something that definitely takes practice and you can reach out to help, especially in regards to trauma. This actually is a little different when we are talking about trauma. So definitely just kind of take that into consideration. So what other kind of practices would you do if you wanted to call in prosperity? If you're preparing for prosperity, you might think about how much money you do want to call in. What would you do with that money? How would it feel to spend that money and what would you spend it on? How are you prepared to deal with that? So this can be in regards to anything anything that you want to call into your life and that luck is just this intersection of preparation and the opportunity that is called in because of that and know that it works in the opposite way as well and that we do have control over that in in the form of what are we preparing for Are we preparing for worst case scenario? Are we preparing for what we want? So 
stick around. We're about to dive into our meditation, uh, this exploration of the third eye, and then bonus content at the end where you will get my three-ish minute or so exploration of energy and kind of how these energy systems work. All right, so settle in for the meditation. Close your eyes for this one. So if you are busy in the act of doing, maybe come back to this at a later time. And settle into your posture, settle into your breath and acknowledge where can I breathe with ease? Where is the breath stuck in the body? Kind of feel the rib cage and notice is there anywhere in the rib cage that doesn't expand? Feel the sense of softening through the legs, through the arms, and a lengthening from the top of the head like it's being pulled towards the ceiling. And the first exploration in the space of the third eye is going to be our physical eyes with the lids closed, looking up. So kind of roll your eyes as if you're looking to that space of the forehead, the middle of the forehead, maybe rolling them a little bit back as if looking at the midbrain. And as your eyes look, focus and concentrate the mind in that space as well. Notice any sensations of warmth, tingling, this cultivating of energy. Notice, you know, do you get strained in the eyes when you do this? It's a practice that you can do for longer and longer periods of time the longer you practice it. But initially, you may notice a little strain in the eyes. So then relax the physical eyes to neutral. And then we're going to look from the inside out in the space of the third eye. We have this inner expression in the midbrain, this outer expression more to the surface of the forehead. And imagine that space in the forehead opening up And keeping the eyelids closed, imagine looking from the inside out. Can you energetically see the space surrounding you? Can you see your physical body sitting here? Do your physical eyes move when you are exploring? outside of your body with a third eye? Do you notice any colors or sensations 
And then we're going to breathe into this space. So as we inhale, draw energy from the surface of the forehead to the midbrain between the temples. And as you exhale, awareness back to the surface of the forehead. Inhale, midbrain. Exhale, surface of the forehead. Just slow pulsing with energy and awareness. And visualize a violet light moving back and forth with your awareness, midbrain, surface of the forehead. And then you can release that link to the breath and bounce your awareness back and forth, mid-brain, forehead, mid-brain, forehead, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, like a pulsing of energy and light. And then somewhere in the middle or choose one of those spots and visualize a violet colored flame in the third eye. And feel it light up that entire space. Notice if anything comes to mind while you're here or if you have any sensation, visualization. Repeat these words in your mind. I see clearly and I am open to receiving the guidance that serves my highest good. And then rub your hands together. Palms touch, bring the thumbs to the space of the forehead. Breathe here. 
and set an intention for the rest of your day from the space of clarity and connection to your own intuition and guidance. And then release the hands down, blink the eyes open. <sighs> so if you want to stick around, the following clip is from a yoga class that I taught a couple weeks ago for a brief exploration, explanation of just the inner workings of the energy body. So just want to talk a little bit about chakras because we hear this term a lot and we talk about it most of the time in terms of maybe physical things are associated with psychology, things going on in, in the physical. And when we talk about chakras, we first have to talk about those nadis energy channels 72,000 of them running through our body or more and the understanding of our energy body is so subtle and yet we can't quite understand it we can't quite understand or grasp our mind around the subtle body and so we relate it to our physical experience the same way we can see a light, we can't see electricity. We know it's there. We see the result of it via a lit up light bulb. But it's not the light bulb itself. It is the energy behind it. And the wires that deliver that energy into the light bulb, those are the nadis, the energy channels. And when we talk about a chakra, we talk about an intersection of several nadis. And that creates this hub of energy. The chakra means a wheel or a disc, that spiral energy created by these intersections of these nadis. Again, we can associate it with parts of the body, but it's not the body. It's these channels that deliver energy. And yes, that energy affects the body. And we can control energy with the mind. And this is why the practice of Tantra, the tradition of Tantra, you know, has a huge emphasis on purification and an emphasis on certain practices that are maybe more concentrated, concentration of effort, so that we can see that bulb lit. Otherwise, we, it's all speculation, it's all theory. So these practices that we do, they deliver a result. And that is the primary concern of Tantra, is that we see a result and we believe, it starts to erase our doubt in these practices and why they work. Because we don't need to know why, we see the result. We see that bulb lit up within us 
we start to see our own light. you so much for listening to this week's episode. I am so grateful that you are here. If you enjoyed this content, click the five-star rating, write a review, or share it with a loved one who also could use this message. Huge thank you to my tech guy, Kyle Piper. If you're interested in having him edit your own podcast or help you get started with your own podcast, reach out to him. He also built my website and can do that for you as well. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Talk to you next week.